Welcome to According to the Scriptures, where doing things according to God's Word is of eternal importance to us. I'm Kyle Webb, and I'm glad that you have joined us. We continue today our study of 1 Corinthians chapter 11. We have been studying the last few weeks on how culture can affect our worship and how it ultimately affected the worship of the Lord's Church in Corinth. Now, we began our study in the first verses of chapter 11 of 1 Corinthians and how Paul addresses head coverings, what they are, and how that should be taken care of in the worship. And last week we began looking at the Lord's Supper and how they had corrupted the the Lord's Supper, their partaking of the Lord's Supper, how they were misusing and abusing it, and how they needed to correct their behavior. And so, uh, I'll go ahead and take the time to review you on some of the things that we have studied, so that that if you didn't hear last week's lesson, that you were not uh, left in the dark as far as some of these things are concerned. Um, but just to, to briefly review you on what we have already looked at in the Lord's Supper, we begin reading in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 17, and I'm reading from the New King James Version. Now, in giving these instructions, I do not praise you, since you come together not for the better, but for the worse. For first of all, when you come together as a church, I hear that there are divisions among you, and in part I believe it. For there must also be factions among you, that those who are approved may be recognized among you. Therefore, when you come together in one place, it is not to eat the Lord's Supper, for in eating each one takes his own supper ahead of others, and one is hungry and another is drunk. What, do you not have houses to eat and drink in? Or do you despise the church of God and shame those who have nothing? What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you in this? I do not praise you. One of the things that is recognized about their partaking of the Lord's Supper that was not as it should be in accordance with God's will is that there were divisions among them that some were elevated above others, some seemed to have a higher standing in society and also in the church, and they were recognizing them above others. And how exactly that was taking place, uh, we're not exactly positive. We're not, it is not something that is specifically addressed, but they were elevating others. There were maybe there were some that were uh, partaking first because they were of a higher standing. Um, but that was one of the things that it, that he addresses in this chapter. 
also that they were looking at this more as a common meal and some were eating until they were full and some were left hungry and that was not to be the case they thought themselves more highly than they should they thought they were doing things in accordance with God's will they thought that they were to be praised and Paul says specifically in the latter part of verse 22 I do not praise you he continues in verses 23 through 26 to remind them of the actual institution of the Lord's Supper. Verse 23 of chapter 11. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me in the same manner he also took the cup after supper saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood this do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me this is to be a remembrance and nothing more and nothing less but it is to be a remembrance of christ it is a reminder to them of the body which was given on our behalf the life that was given by jesus in our place it is a reminder of the blood that was shed as he died on the cross the blood that was shed for the forgiveness of our sins as uh, peter tells in in acts chapter 2 in the institution of the church when he says repent let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. That is the purpose of the shedding of Jesus' blood. It is for the remission, the forgiveness of our sins. So the Lord's Supper is an opportunity for us to be reminded of those things, to remember those things, to remember the Lord's death. And in verse 26, Paul says, for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. It's not only a reminder of the past, but it is also a looking forward to the future, to what is promised us as Christians. We are looking forward to the return of Christ for us, to receive us unto himself. And we partake of the Lord's Supper every first day of the week until he comes we don't partake of it less often we don't forget we don't abandon this opportunity to assemble each lord's day and when we come together as the first century church was already doing we come together to break bread it is one of the primary reasons that we come together to worship we remember the past but we look forward to the future and we partake of the lord's supper until he comes but i want us to move on for the rest of our time together today to the examination of self when partaking how we are to examine ourselves in the partaking of the lord's supper let's begin reading at first corinthians chapter 11 and verse 27 
and we'll read through the end of the chapter. Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup, for he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord, that we may not be condemned with the world. Verse 33, Therefore, my brethren, when you come together to eat, wait for one another. But if any one is hungry, let him eat at home, lest you come together for judgment. And the rest I will set in order when I come. There is much that can be said about partaking in an unworthy manner. Paul is commissioning the Corinthian disciples to examine themselves when partaking, lest they partake in an unworthy manner. Now, this has been taken to extremes, things that, that I would dare say are, are not intended by God in the partaking of the Lord's Supper and in His commission for us to partake of the Lord's Supper there are some that believe this to mean uh, the observance of how they are currently living while partaking. And I've actually heard this taught that when we partake of the Lord's Supper, it is an opportunity for us to examine how we have lived in the past week and recognize what we need to change in the future. But I don't believe that to be what Paul is addressing in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. I've also um, heard that there are some that refuse to partake. I, I've witnessed that. There are some that, that will refuse to partake of the Lord's Supper. And their reasoning may be something to the effect of that their minds may wonder and cause them to partake, that, that maybe they are, are distracted and they if they partake while they are distracted in, in some way or another, that they are partaking in an unworthy manner, that it would be unfair for them to partake of the Lord's Supper at this time, lest they partake of it in the wrong way. And I don't think that is what Paul is addressing in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 either. Paul's intent of writing was for the Corinthians to examine the way in which they were partaking. As we look at the context of 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and the context of 1 Corinthians overall, in a sense, they were abusing the supper and misusing it as a meal. There were other things that they were doing that they were abusing and misusing they, they needed to come together in unity. And in the partaking of the Lord's Supper especially, they needed to come together. 
but they were not doing so in the way that God intended for them to partake. And they were making it a common meal. Uh, again, some were were eating to the full, some were left hungry, and and this is not what God intended in the partaking of the Lord's Supper. Now, as we partake, as we as Christians partake of the Lord's Supper today, we too need to examine the way in which we are partaking, like they needed to examine the way in which they were partaking. They needed to recognize the misuses and abuses that they were, were, were bringing into the Lord's Supper. But we need to examine the way in which we are partaking and make sure that we are not abusing and misusing the Lord's Supper, that we are not partaking in a way that is not commanded or intended by God. And to make sure that we are doing the things that God would be pleased with, that God would want us to do in partaking of the Lord's Supper. We need to ask a couple of questions even. Are we doing it in remembrance of Christ and His sacrifice for us and for our sins? Are we remembering the death of Christ in the way that we should? which is the primary concern in partaking of the Lord's Supper. We also recognize it in the context of the resurrection. It's important that we recognize Jesus' resurrection, but it's not the primary purpose of the Lord's Supper. It is to remember his death. When he instituted it, it was in remembrance. It was to be in remembrance of his death. But another question that we can ask, and again, in reference to the entirety of 1 Corinthians, are we in unity with one another when partaking? Are we in communion with one another as Christians? Are we in communion with God when we are partaking? Are we doing so in accordance with God's word? In essence, what Paul is saying is eat your meals in your own homes with your own families. The Lord's Supper should not be a fellowship meal. It is not to be a common meal. It is not to be, uh, again, used in the wrong way. It has a purpose. Remembrance. We are to remember. We are to remember the Lord's death until... He comes. And should we ever forget, then it would be a great shame. It is not us partaking of the Lord's Supper in the way that God would intend for us to partake of the Lord's Supper. I do want to address one other thing in reference to these verses. Let's go back for a moment and reread verses 31 and 32. Verses 31 and 32 of 1 Corinthians chapter 11. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord that we may not be condemned with the world. What Paul is saying here in these verses is that had they judged themselves properly, examining themselves in the right manner as they partook of the Lord's Supper, 
that they would not need to be chastened. They would not be in need of a redirect and a correction from Paul, a chastening ultimately from God by inspiration. As Paul is is recording scripture here, all scripture is by inspiration of God. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. But had they been examining themselves in the right manner, had they all already been doing this, then God would have no need of of judging them or chastising them in this manner. However, Paul is addressing that his chastisement, God's chastisement, was to bring them back to faithfulness. Judge yourselves now so that you will not be condemned with the world. It's to bring them back to faithfulness so that when they do face judgment, the final judgment of God, when Jesus does return for us, in which we are to partake of the Lord's Supper until he comes, we're looking forward to that return. We need to be in faithfulness to God. We need to judge whether or not we are faithful to God. We need to examine ourselves so that we are not partaking in an unworthy manner lest we take upon ourselves the wrath of God in the great and final judgment. We do not want to be judged unfaithful in that day. And it will come. It is promised us that Jesus will return for us one day. And we need to make sure that we are faithful to God when he returns. So as Paul picks up in verse 27, as we pick up in verse 27, with what Paul is stating to the Corinthians, what he is saying to them, examine yourselves. Examine the way in which you are partaking of the Lord's Supper. Make sure that you are partaking in the right way that you are partaking as often as God commanded and make sure that you are doing it in the way that God wants you to. Make sure that we are looking back at the, the sacrifice of Christ, that we are looking back at the crucifixion, that we remember the Lord's death, looking forward to the day in which he returns when we will no longer partake of this supper in the way that we are partaking now, uh, in the context that we are partaking now, in remembrance, we will no longer have that need. And so we need to examine ourselves, make sure that we are partaking in the right way, in the right manner, so that we will not be judged unfaithful at Christ's return. I have enjoyed this study with you, and I look forward to continuing this study, Lord willing, the next time that we are be able to that we are able to be together next Tuesday at 11 a.m. right here on tgrn.org. I thank you for being with me today. Stick around for just a moment. We're going to take a brief break and I will be back in a moment to give you more information about our congregation and how you may contact us. I have decided to follow Jesus. 
On behalf of myself and the Mars Hill Church of Christ, we thank you for joining us. We hope you will be back with us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. right here on the Gospel Radio Network at tgrn.org. If you would like to contact us, our phone number is 615-203-3637. If you would like to find out more about our congregation, Our website is www.marshillcoc.org. Our email address is marshillcoc at gmail.com. And if you would like to contact us the old-fashioned way, our address is 1135 Rucker Road, Christiana, Tennessee, 37037. If you are in our area, we would love to meet you in person. Our service times are 9 a.m. for Bible study and 10 a.m. for worship on Sunday mornings. Thank you again for joining us, and until we meet again, may God bless you.